everyone. Welcome to the Fireplace Podcast. This is Ella, your host, and we are here with Danielle Lendy. Hi, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for being here with us. And thank you so much for performing. That was Thanks incredible. for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we want to know everything about you. And uh, yeah, I mean, how do you start making music? And how do you know that was your calling? Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no one's asked me this on camera before. Wow. Um, so wait, can you ask one more time? I yeah. need to like process. <laughs> no, no, you're like... <laughs> Too deep of a question. <laughs> well, yeah, because I could go big or small and I don't want to talk for an hour. But I mean, yeah. you can go ahead. Okay. Yeah. How, <laughs> how do you start making music? You know, how, how do you, how did, how did it all start? You can start from the beginning or. Yeah, I had, I had like multiple phases, okay. I guess. Um, as a kid, I like casually did some piano lessons and in middle school, I, was like really determined to figure out how to write a song nice (laughs) (laughs) um I was like you know the emo journaler 14 year old type um (laughs) so like it my first like oh shit I can write a good song moment was in middle school um when I wrote my first song about an unrequited love for oh. my best friend at the time. <laughs> she'll the she'll remain unnamed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But yeah. So then I kept writing um, like all throughout high school, mm-hmm. but I didn't perform any of my original music okay. that whole time. I like was very secretive about everything just because I didn't feel super comfortable um, in my self right you know right right um just like being an out queer teen Mm. in in the time of like prop eight and it was just you know i don't know i just didn't feel comfortable would you say were you were you shy on stage like did you ever have you know i like performed in choirs okay um and I loved performing, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, I, I didn't have a lot of experience performing alone. Right. Right. Um, and with being so vulnerable to be like, these are songs that I wrote, like these are feelings that I had mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, I wanted to just like look perfect. Um, right. and yeah, so I like didn't let myself go there when I was younger. Um, as far as like, being openly um yeah just vulnerable with right, my right, own right, writing right. absolutely um so I kept like I stayed involved in music but it was all like singing in groups um so like in mm-hmm. college I was in a jazz acapella group nice <laughs> and uh and spent a lot of time and energy doing that and then it was not until my 20s after college that I like started writing songs again I didn't write much in college okay like I didn't I didn't go to music school or anything like that um so yeah but I like I always knew that was all I wanted to do Hmm. but I just like had trouble putting myself out there Mm -hmm. when I was young Mm -hmm. um but I knew I was like this is absolutely my calling and I like never quite found anything else that I had the same passion for. Right. So like it took you just like a little bit. I just needed the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. That makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah. So I, so phase two of coming back into it with like this artist project that all started in my like early to mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
yeah, it was like terrifying (laughs) at first to step into like being a public performer of just me, myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But once I did it the first time, it like got so much easier every time after that. And I feel like very comfortable with it now. And I can't imagine like not Not doing it, not (laughs) having this. How how would you say, um, you know, making music makes you feel like? (laughs) (laughs) connected Mm -hmm. to myself and to other people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like on stage would you do you feel the same yeah Yeah. I feel like I'm my calmest and most confident self when I'm performing nice yeah it's kind of like a magic trick that I wish that my younger self had known Mm -hmm. because I was like so scared (laughs) to do it but if I could go back and tell myself like no no when you're on that stage you will feel so powerful like (laughs) I wish I could tell myself that that's awesome that's awesome (laughs) yeah no um it actually also took me a while to realize the things that I wanted to do especially Mm -hmm. music and then so I totally get to that feeling Mm -hmm. that I was like oh my god like I want to do all these like things but I was like too scared to go for them mm-hmm. especially that said playing bass was like that I was like I was too scared to play bass and I was like ah and then at the end I was like you know what fuck it I'm just gonna do it well thank god you did yeah <laughs> <Thanks. laughs> but that's as spe- like you know I, I get you in that feeling and I yeah I it's it's amazing that you found that and that you you know you want to do this now um yeah I want to know a little more about your songs like what um you know, I want to, I want you to talk about the mm-hmm. first song and the second song and like, what was, you know, your inspiration with those two songs or, yeah. um, yeah. How do you come up with the idea? The, <laughs> <laughs> the first song, whatever you say, I wrote, um, years ago, actually, when I was actually the, the, now that I'm thinking about it, the songwriting process for that one was disjointed. Like I started writing it when I was pretty early, uh, like maybe a couple months into dating the person who would become my like longest term relationship that I've had so far. Um, and I was just really, really into her and (laughs) just felt inspired (laughs) to write. Um, but I, as I, discussed earlier um I was kind of re-entering songwriting Mm -hmm. in my early 20s and the timing in which the time in which I wrote that song was like a moment when I wasn't totally in flow Mm. with it yet so I had that unfinished from the beginning of our relationship okay and I ended up like a year later when we were like long term going back and kind of like fictionalizing a little and like saucing it up I love Uh, (laughs) love yeah so it's kind of taken on a life of its own at that point from the original seed of Mm -hmm. like the beginning of that relationship could you tell everyone the name of the the song yeah it's called whatever you say and it's my most recently released single I love that song. Love, Me too. Love. I was like, I can totally like, yeah, I'll, I would send that song to someone and be like, damn, <laughs> same. Do like, it. Yeah. It's a great song. Yeah. That. Yes, guys, please go listen to all of her songs. They're Thank great. Thank you. 
Um, but yeah, that song, like since it is an older one, I've been performing that for years and that's been so many people's favorite song of mine. Oh, um, okay. yeah. So it feels very nice to so everyone is so excited. I released it. <laughs> yeah. I love that song. Um, Great. yeah. So that's that one. Um, and hopefully there will be more love songs coming. Absolutely. If, um, if anyone watching <laughs> wants to DM me, <laughs> I'm DM single her, <laughs> and I will write you a love song if we fall in love. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> the other song, Natalia's house, um, was a pretty unusual process for me. I took, a songwriting workshop nice. kind of randomly okay. i had i've never formally studied songwriting i just like just figured it. it out on my own but um in 2020 wait where are we in 2022 mm-hmm. um <laughs> summer 2022 oh last I, year wow. yeah i did a songwriting workshop online from mia follick nice um and she gave a homework assignment where we had to write down five details of something we did the day before mm-hmm. and then pick a detail, write five details about that. Then pick a detail from that, write five more details. Wow. And then we had this, And then we had to write a song based on that. Mm-hmm. So that is like not how I approach songwriting <laughs> on my own, on my own. I'm just like, what feelings am I having? And then like, <laughs> just let it out. I'm more of a Pisces about it, you know, uh, um, like yeah, that shit's too I organized. Get that. Yeah, I get that. You know, water <laughs> But it was <laughs> cool because I, I typically tend to write either about like romantic relationships, the good, the bad, the ugly, mm-hmm. or like my relationship to my mental health or just like my own nice. internal monologue, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or I mean I I've written songs about friends too, but it but it was just like a kind of random night that I had with my friends that I wouldn't have necessarily thought should be a song, mm-hmm. but because of that assignment, I ended up with one of my favorite songs ever, Natalia's House. Woo. Um, yeah, that was all a ramble just to say <laughs> <laughs> that what I love about that song. And the reason why I wrote I'm in love with all my friends and Mm -hmm. not just I love all my friends. I feel like we tend to talk the most about romantic relationships and glamorize romantic relationships. But we don't do that about our friendships that often. I agree. Um, agree. Like, why aren't there more love songs for friends? Right. So it felt cool that it was like, this is unusual for me that I was prompted to think about writing that as a song mm-hmm. and then like yeah why not mm-hmm. why not let that take center stage our I mean, society in general prioritizes romantic relationships as like the end all be all of what relationships should be in your life mm-hmm. to like have meaning mm-hmm. but I'm single and I'm fine <laughs> <laughs> I mean don't get me wrong love a romantic relish mm-hmm. but friendship is really important and essential to a good healthy happy life i agree 100 percent. yeah i agree 100 percent um yeah i don't know why people think you know they're i mean i don't i'm not judging anyone but i also um feel like what you say that like friendships friendships or relationships that are not romantic are also so important Mm -hmm. and i've definitely been with people that like they don't understand that so they're jealous of that and i'm like well 
my friends are st- like just as important as my romantic relationship and I need to have a balance between all of that yeah otherwise I just feel you know I, I don't want to neglect my relationships in general so when you when I heard that song and then I got you know your merch which we're going to talk about okay a little bit because I love her merch so much um I was like, I love this. And I relate to this so much that I'm in love with all my friends. And I want, you know, I'm proudly wearing that shirt everywhere. And people love it. Oh, my God. You guys are going to love it, too. So, yeah, I get called out when I wear it. (laughs) People are like, oh, my God, I love your shirt. (laughs) And that that has felt really exciting. It's my my first merch. Should we show people the the shirt? Sure. Yeah, come on. Bring it on. Bring it. (laughs) Oh, shit. Be careful. Bring it on, guys. <laughs> We're going to let you know where you can buy this shirt. Uh, people that are listening to the podcast, please go to see the video so you can see this lovely, lovely shirt <laughs> right here. It's so beautiful. So but- the orange couch is um, based on a song lyric, mm-hmm. um, which I guess everyone just heard if yeah. I if they already heard my <laughs> performance. Yeah, that's the, the famous orange couch at Natalia's house where (laughs) (laughs) it's so good and it says her name on the back yeah people you have to go get this shirt and we'll let you know daniellelandy.com yes oh my god yeah we're gonna yeah you know (laughs) go 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 to that page right now or like if you're in los angeles i have them at my wow shows yes yes also come to our shows (laughs) awesome sweet yeah so I heard you mention one of your relationships, um, which is the first song that you mm-hmm. performed. It was about her. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, so you're part of the community, the LGBT community. So I would big love time. I would love to talk about <laughs> big time. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so I, w- I would love to talk about that. And how do you feel uh, to be part of the community as a, as a queer artist? Mm-hmm. Um, Two things are coming to mind. Okay. The first one is when I started writing music when I was 14, 15, mm-hmm. um, I feel like a big part of why I kept all my songs secret and mm-hmm. like didn't perform mm-hmm. is because I was queer and I right. think that like, you know, I had other baggage, but I think mm. that amplified my like fear about putting myself out there right? dramatically. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think just in the grand scheme of my whole life as an artist, it has been a major roadblock in just like, you know, um, getting to be like genuinely comfortable enough to put myself out there. Absolutely. But you know, I've, I've been out for a long, long, long time, um, at this point and I, like queerness is central to every part of my life mm-hmm. and I'm very stoked about that. I'm very mm-hmm. happy to be queer. <laughs> um, so I feel like in the present moment, it's like I get the most excited when I can go support other queer artists and I've like made so many other queer artist friends in LA and just like, I wouldn't have it any other way as far as like how my experience as an artist has been so far. Yeah, it definitely like it took a beat of like going going to as many shows as I could and like meeting as many other artists as I could right. to find like people who were really inspiring to me mm-hmm. and like 
surprise, surprise, the, <laughs> my favorite artists are like other dope queer people. Absolutely. Um, and also they're just like ama- amazing women artists in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started my own showcase kind of series called Queer Sound nice. in 2018. Awesome. Because I was like, I wish I could get booked on a showcase that were all, it was like a whole queer lineup. I love that. Because then that's a room that I'd really want to be playing to. Right. And I'd be excited to meet the other people on the lineup. Right. Um, and you want to give like that space to for people to also perform that are queer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so I just started it because it didn't exist and I wish that it did. Um, so that I was like, you know, trying to figure out exactly how I wanted it to run and where I wanted it to be and we had like a handful of events before COVID mm-hmm. and I just brought it back so now it's a monthly event at the Love Song Bar nice. in downtown Woo. yeah it's cute it's a vibe um, <laughs> okay. and they're really good people there like it's really good energy from the staff and okay. just it's really nice um, so like so you is, know is that's like- the kind of, the kind of thing uh, where it's like as queer people in music Mm-hmm. I feel like we just kind of have to start our own things Absolute, a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. The infrastructure isn't automatically supporting us. Or going to like change completely just because of that, because of queer people. Yeah. We have to be starting these things. And I 100% agree. But that's like queerness as a whole. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a thriving queer scene in LA. Yes. And it's all DIY. Mm-hmm. It's not like someone from the top just like made something for us everything has been homegrown by the community yep but I also feel like because of that everyone is like really passionately supportive of all these events mm-hmm. so queer sound this yes. <laughs> is it um is it a monthly thing like well you said yes but is it like a set date yeah we're currently set up to have a show every third Thursday nice. at the love song bar mm-hmm. um yeah super psyched guys come please <laughs> come support it's a vibe yeah come come support the queer community oh my god i i mean i'm <laughs> a lot of people were commenting at our at our event last month that it felt like the most warm and homey kind of environment they had been in so far at nice. like a queer nightlife kind of event nice like yes it's at a cocktail bar Yes, there's entertainment, <laughs> but also it almost had the energy of a living room show with people like chatting, making friends, um, right. feeling really relaxed. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I definitely want to come to the next one. Tight. Yeah. yeah hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, we have loved to have you here so much. I've loved and being here. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> and yeah. So do you want to tell people where they can find you, where they can listen to your music and mm-hmm. you know, where they can buy this beautiful merch. <laughs> I want more <laughs> for sure. The merch you can find on daniellelandy.com mm-hmm. or in person in LA. And I have music out everywhere online that one can listen to music. It's under okay. Danielle Landy, <clears throat> L-A-N-D-E. Ooh. And, um, you know, I'm on the socials, etc. Yes. Um, I have more music coming out this year, so awesome. the, that follow button is <laughs> essential to be notified of future yeah. releases. <laughs> please, guys, please go follow her everywhere. And thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you. 